Hey, I'm having a lot of money on you, man. Well, uh, you, uh, you getting ready to be a rich nigga. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Jeff Knows Money. Yeah. This is the Talking Cash Podcast. Yeah. And that voice you are hearing is my engineer slash producer slash co-host. Mojo Hill. You damn right. This week, we're going to help you make sense of the corporate rat race. Make the money, don't let the money make you. This is financial literacy that gets you financially lit. First things first, you can follow us on social media at Talking Cash on Twitter or Talking Cash Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow me personally at Jeff Knows Money on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, wherever you're getting this podcast from, whether that's Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store, subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Rate us. Leave us a five-star review. If you leave us anything less than a five-star review, I hope you get held down and are forced to listen to Floyd Mayweather read the whole book of Leviticus. Make it stop my ears bleeding. For the last few weeks, we've given you the pros and cons of business ownership. And one of the biggest reasons that we said you should go for starting your own business is because of the climate in corporate America. I did the corporate thing for a few years after college and I figured out real quick that it was a sham. But it was like I was in the twilight zone because it shocked me how many people couldn't see what was going on. To quote Jay-Z, what the fuck is wrong with everybody is what you're saying, but when everybody's crazy, you're the one that's insane. My mindset was way too independent for corporate America and all the cliches we hear. Work hard and grind and it will pay off and they'll take note and they'll reward you. But does it ever really pay off? Is being a company man worth it? Does giving your all to a company pay off in the long run or ever? This week, we question why are you so loyal to a company that ain't loyal to you let's go mojo this week before we get started i just have to give a quick shout out to two of my boys big Prin and big drake they are back on the made men radio show it's a college football show and to my knowledge the only college football podcast that actually has a college football coach on the podcast all the people who are supporting our show i would just say hey go check their show out made men radio show check them boys out dog put your own on put your own on now corporate america in a world of wealth inequality, I figured this week we would give some help to the everyday worker. We're going to try and coach y'all on how to get to the money this week and navigate the politics and everything that comes along with corporate America. 
And why are we doing that? Why for? Because CEO pay is through the roof. It has grown 940% since 1978. Mm. If you look at some of the top corporations in America, the average CEO makes $14 million before stock options. And in the meantime, the average worker's wages have only grown 11% since 1978. And your average U.S. household income is only 60000 So who is all your hard work and loyalty really benefiting? Looks, there you go. It looks to me like all the money gets trapped at the top. Never makes its way down to the average person. Let's take a look at GMC right now. Everybody's familiar with them. That's a company that owns Chevrolet and Cadillac and, you know, they make the trucks and the cars them caprices the ceo at gm took home 22 million dollars last year but they are laying off 15,000 workers and they're doing that they said to save 4.5 billion dollars with a b and that's a lot of money and it makes sense when you say that you know the company's got to stay flexible but since 2015, GMC has spent $10.6 billion on stock buybacks. Stock buybacks do nothing but prop up the stock price, which then helps the shareholders and the company executives whose pay is based on the performance of the stock. So they spent $10 billion to prop up the stock, but then laid off 15,000 people to save money. Well, hell, why didn't you just not do the stock buyback? So if we're this cutthroat and greedy at the top of the food chain in corporate America, then I think it's time that us regular folks look at trying to play that game a little bit differently than we have in the past. And go out there in the world and go get your big piece of chicken. That's it. So what can you do to protect yourself from this? What can you do to make sure you don't get screwed? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because me and Mojo finna learn you on some of that today. Tip number eight. Yep. Huh? Understand the relationship that you have with your job. You do not go to work for some kind of self-fulfillment and to realize your best self. Mojo, why you go to work? You go to work to make money. It's just that simple, people. You're going to clock in and you trade in hours for dollars. Don't let these folks fool you. No, because they're going to try and tell you that it's about everything except the money. And we're trying to make sure we keep you focused. You get up every day because you got obligations to meet, and that job helps you do that. It's just that simple. It's all for the money. And the thing that I tell people is, if you understand what the relationship with your job really is, 
you can manage it better. Think about it like this. If it's not beneficial for them to keep you anymore, what do they do? Fight. They let you go. But when it's not beneficial for you to keep going there, what do you do? Quit. Well, hell, me and you will quit. That's the first thing I'm going to do. I ain't putting in no two-week notice. I ain't putting in no two-hour notice. Man, as soon as I get through watching this video on Instagram, I'm out this. And the game coming on tonight, too, and y'all think I'm finna post up in here? Yeah. I can't do it. I'm out. I'll let you. Well, well man, that's going to follow you on your resume. That's, that's going to be a bad reference. Well, you can resume your ass on this job, but I'm out of here. I'm not even putting this on my resume. <laughs> Why would I do that? Work for who? No, I ain't never worked there. Man, I've been working for myself the last four Self years. Self-employed. Get on with that mess. Hey, think about it like this, y'all. If they could bring somebody else in and pay them like $10,000 less a year than what they pay you, you're gone. So why the hell are you giving them the benefit of the doubt every time? Every time you go in there and ask them about your money, they got an excuse. Sometimes you need to give them a little help. Which brings me to my next tip. And I see a lot of folks fall for this okie doke. Do not accept a promotion that does not involve an increase in pay. That's what I call playing yourself. So let me get this right. You got more responsibilities. Check. But you did not get an increase in money. Decline. That means to me you got a decrease because they had you at a lower level with the same money. Then they bumped you up, made you responsible for more stuff, probably even made you management. Now you got to respond. Now you got to be responsible for workers. And you getting paid the same thing? No, nah, no, thank you. I'm, I'm good on that. I don't need that. And you got to watch them now because they'll throw a new title on your business card, give you another office, all kinds of perks. They don't involve any extra pay. And you better watch them, too. When things go bad, they're going to throw your ass up under the bus like a Walmart grocery bag. <laughs> yep. And, hey, no point in having a bus if you ain't going to roll a nigga up under it every now and then. Every now and again. Catch at least eight of these times. Good Lord. And that's the goal of corporate America. They want to get as much labor out of you for as little money as possible. And one way they do that is with these sham promotions. And don't fall for it because the CEOs, they're not taking any pay cuts. They're not taking any kind of promotion that doesn't involve more money. Don't let the one percenters tell you this is how you're supposed to act when that is not the things that they are doing. And on to... The next point, point number X. Huh? Be a stay ready all-star. You got to stay ready. Yep, if you stay ready, you don't ever have to get ready. You already ready. If the company is all about holding you accountable, then you need to find a way to hold them accountable. Well, how the hell do you hold a company accountable? It's not like you can go in there and reprimand the company, right? 
No, but you can pick up your soup bowl and your bag of crackers and leave their ass. And don't tell them nothing. Shh, I'm gone. That's a mighty long lunch break he's on. Boy, he must have had the boo-boo. <laughs> that, boy, that boy left Tuesday at 10 o'clock. You ain't seen him since. I think his mama fell ill. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Anybody seen Jeff? Nope. Well, hey, here's the thing. After you've been on the job long enough, they probably have made you some promises. If they didn't keep those promises, you can go on down there to HR to go talk to your manager and tell them, hey, some promises were made and, you know, I don't feel like y'all living up to y'all's end of it. And that might work one time. But after that, then you need to start looking for another job. That's how you hold a company accountable. They need to know that you're just not glued to that desk and you're just not going to be there through thick and thin. This ain't no damn marriage. I didn't sign up for rich and poor on my damn job. I signed up for richer. Soon as y'all start taking a turn for the worse, I'm going to ease on out. I'm going to turn that doorknob and I'm gone. May tell you, may not, just depends. Look, my wife went through something like that. She worked at a really good company, had a really good job, but she topped out on pay like her third year there. At that point, it's no longer reason to be at the company. You've made all you're going to make, and here's the trick you got to understand, folks. You topped out that year. Are they going to let you top out again the next year? Mm-mm. Nope. They're going to bump you back down. Or if they do let you top out again, guess what, they, guess what they're going to come tell you then? Hell, you're not growing. Bitch, I topped out. How am I growing? Well, well, your territory ain't growing enough. Uh, you know what? That, 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 that's cool. That's what's up. Hey, let me go take this lunch break real quick. I got a territory for you. It involved me getting in my car. Yep. And y'all ain't going to have a stapler left in that damn office when I leave. And not one black pen. I'm stealing all them ink cartridges. Mine. Yep. Mine. Got got to have them. Ink is expensive. You're going to have to go to somebody, uh, Office Depot or something, get some printer paper. It's going home with me. Yep. Trunk going to be weighed down like I got eight twelves in the bag. <laughs> Eminent domain. That's my paper. Which brings me to point number two. Huh? Yep. You can't steal time from them. So why can they steal time from you? Lies. See, in corporate America, you get a salary, which is a fixed amount of money every two weeks or month or whatever. You know what you're making every year. But your hours ain't fixed. Oh, they'll tell you to come in on early, come in late, come in on Saturday, help us out. And next thing you know, you've put in all these extra hours, but you don't have any extra pay to show for it. And a lot of y'all in these corporate jobs will look down on somebody who's on a blue-collar job. But I tell you one thing about those kind of jobs. You don't do not one damn minute that ain't getting paid for. Every single one. Oh, they want you to come in there burning midnight oil. And then two weeks later, you get the same paycheck. Y'all stop it. In corporate America, I'm going to HR and I'm asking someone in HR, Hey, I'm on salary. What's the minimum required on a daily basis? Do I actually have to work to merit this salary pay? And that's what I'm shooting for, to the minute. Oh, give them what they paid for now. 
Don't cheat them, but don't give them anything extra either. I'm going to give them three hours and 59 minutes, the strongest three hours and 59 minutes of their of they day. I got day. there at 8, but I got to search the internet until at least 10.30. Boy, you know what to say. And then I'm taking my lunch at 11.30. How at you. I may be back around 12.30. I may play that one right, because I got an internet surf again from 12.30 to 2. And I'd be damned if I ain't packed up at 4.30. Counting down. Ready to sprint out that <laughs> like Usain Bolt. <laughs> Look, if all the extra extra hours results in a promotion or a pay raise at the end of the year, that's cool. But don't let these folks keep stringing you along with these promises that they're going to look out for you, but they never do it, but you're still putting in all these extra hours. That's, again, why you have to be a stay-ready all-star. Go somewhere where you'll actually get compensated for that extra time. When I worked in banking after I got out of college, first year there, straight company man. Getting up, getting there early, 6.30, 7 o'clock. Day doesn't start to 8, but I'm in there early. I'm staying late. Even went in on some Saturdays. And then they came and told me that, yeah, man, we'd love to give you a raise, but we got to be fair to everybody else. So we just gave you a cost of living adjustment, the same raise everybody else got. Oh, the hell you say everybody else ass wasn't up here on damn Saturday like me. I will. Which brings me to another point. Banana. Yep, point number banana. Y'all stop letting these folks steal your vacation time and your sick time. They not missing no vacation days. Hell, I put it this way. My record is unblemished. I never lost a vacation day. I took all of mine. Yeah, lad, one of them. I don't care what was going on on the job. I took them days. Those are my days. And if you ain't going to pay me for them or let me roll them over, I'll be down if I lose them. Burn them if you got them. Get to the end of the year and go missing on your ass for a couple of weeks. What? Just call in. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? I'm all right. <clears throat> I ain't coming in today. What, you sick? I'll holler at you when I get back. <laughs> sick of seeing y'all asses. <laughs> Look, I ain't lose no vacation days. I didn't lose any sick days. Boy, I take a sick day because the wind didn't blow right last night. <sighs> Let, Call let, out. <laughs> let, let me mess around and not sleep good the night before. I'm out. Ooh, it's, out it's out of here. Stomach hurt. I'm out. I ain't going to be on the job known. I'm not going to be the guy on the job who's known as a phantom because I'm just in there blowing up bathroom stalls. <laughs> nope. Let me mess around and uh, go get the itis one time. Catch me old good, good Joe's burger and get real full. I ain't going. I ain't going. I have missed work because I like the March Madness tournament bracket I had. Dipped on me. <laughs> It was a good matchup on that 2.30 slot. I'm out. I own out there balling. I got to check him out. <laughs> Boy, you know the 15C finna knock Duke off. I'm out. <laughs> Just all of a sudden came down came down with the shakes. I'm gone. <laughs> I mean, y'all really think about it. You missing family time for a company that will fire you because the CEO needs to buy another yacht. You can't be a respectable CEO and only have one yacht. Or hell. They're not taking a pay cut. They're not putting in the time that you putting in, but they'll fire you because they need another house in L.A. 
Of course, man, you can't expect them dudes to drive in from Pasadena every damn day. They gotta have two L.A. houses. Meanwhile, you over here living a struggle life and putting in all these damn hours. No, thank you. Which brings me to my next point. Point number X. Don't let the job dictate how much money you can or cannot make. I had in my head when I started working that I wanted to make a certain amount of money. And I realized really quickly that that job was not going to pay me the amount of money that I wanted. So I had a choice. Either leave that job or find another job to supplement my income. And when you do that, you got to get out your own head because a lot of folks in corporate America are like, well, man, you know, in my position, I can't go and get a part-time job because how are they going to look at me? And my dad even said that to me. What is the bank going to think when they see their new analyst working part-time at Best Buy? Hell, hopefully I think, hopefully I think they would think that I'm not getting paid enough and let's remedy that. And the reality of it, too, is that y'all really didn't pay me enough to care like that. My free time was my damn free time. What I did with it was my business. You didn't pay me enough to give a damn about my image as far as what I did in that free time, so I'm going to go make these coins. Hey, and remember now, if you act like money and pay isn't important, they will treat you just like that too. You better believe it. Nobody on that job gives a damn how much money you make but you. So if you ain't going to fight for your money, then why the hell you expect somebody else to? Oh, shaggy. It doesn't work like that. Oh, you think you're just going to go in and clock in for the next five years and then somebody's just going to come tap you on the shoulder and say, Mojo, you've been doing a great job. Let's just give you some money. Mm-hmm. You better go to bat for yourself because nobody else out here is going to do that f- not for your money. Bump, shoulder bump a nigga on the way in the building, catch his ass out in the parking lot. Let him know, let him know you serious about your coins. Yep. If we don't take care of nobody else, we better get him straight. Hey, cool. What's up with them raising? Oh, we just had... Uh-uh. Why are you at my house? I ain't talking about... You know, we get a... Man, I don't speak French. Well, I ain't talking about we flip that dub over and get me a M. I'm talking about the me. When I'm going to get my raid? When you going to handle me? <laughs> Look. Get me straight. <laughs> Go a little crazy on them and you'll find yourself in a better situation. Or either fire. And you get your unemployment then, so it's all yeah, working. Well, look, you'd be surprised what catching somebody slipping in the seafood department at Publix will do for you. Hey, you like scrimp too? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know you buying all. Yeah, about that raise that you told me I wasn't gonna get. What <laughs> Yep, it ain't it ain't fun when your trunk up and you loading groceries and somebody just tap you on your shoulder. Hey, cuz, get make you get some stuff together. And our next point, X plus BC equals the square root of uh. Zebra. Uh, uh, uh. Know your worth. As Fabulous said in one of his songs, let them know your worth. Ain't no discounts. I'm going to tell you why a lot of y'all are really unhappy on your job. I've seen it firsthand. You may not even know why you're really unhappy. But when I say this, it's going to hit home. You're really mad because the effort that you are putting out on your job 
does not match the pay that you are receiving. So only one of two things is going to fix that for you. You can either get a raise so that now the pay matches your effort. Or you can give them exactly what they paid for. Or do like Jermaine. Jermaine don't come in and do nothing all day. And he happy with his little money. And you having to do Jermaine work because he ain't finna do a damn thing. Well, when I was in banking, had a situation similar similar to that. I was an analyst. I was the only analyst. They decided that they needed to hire another analyst. So I put one of my folks on, dropped her name so she could become another analyst. And when I did that, I told her, this job is really easy. You just got to figure out the flow of things. Don't turn in anything late, but don't turn in anything early either. Because when you turn in your reports early, the only thing that's going to happen is somebody going to come drop some more work off on your desk. So my strategy was I kept a bunch of files all over my desk and made it look like I was always just busy as hell. But I never turned in anything early, and I never turned in anything late. That way, those four or five reports that I had to work on that week always remained those four or five reports. My coworker got in the job and wanted to make a great impression, and as soon as she knocked one thing out, she'd get three more. And i just sit there and shake my head. Finally, one day she had had enough. I'm doing all this work, and he's just sitting there playing. You damn right I am. And I'm getting paid more than you, so why are you doing this? Huh? Exactly. Adjust your effort to your pay. If you can't force them to give you a raise, then stop giving away the labor for free. Eventually, my coworker understood that and she mastered that concept and everybody was better off and work went by just fine. But, like I said, a lot of y'all are unhappy because you're giving it everything you have and they ain't giving you shit in return. That's why I'm on Instagram until lunchtime. Now, to our next point, point number one, stay a step ahead. Be smart. The thing that I figured out is when you get on a job, you got to figure out how to make yourself very important to the operations of that job. If you make yourself valuable, they're going to treat you as such. You don't necessarily have to be the executive or the manager to be valuable. You might just be the guy who really knows where all the bodies are buried. Or in my case, we started out with four analysts at the bank and I ended up being the only one. Well, hell, when I went in there and said I didn't want to do this anymore, some stuff got changed. One last thing for you. Tell them to bring me my money. The other thing I did that was smart, I stayed out, out of everybody's way. I had a trash office on a floor that nobody ever went to. They offered me an office on the first floor with everybody else. I didn't want that because that was a high traffic area, which now means I'm getting work dropped off on my desk. But a whole lot of people didn't want to go up those flights of stairs to come find me in that file closet to give me some more work. So I stayed up there. And Lord, I wish they had smartphones back then like they do now. Y'all know how much Netflix I could have been watching in that damn file closet? (laughs) 
Hell, we could have been recording the podcast right from there. They wouldn't even know. <laughs> Stay a step ahead, people. Be smart. Now, these last couple, I really want y'all to pay attention on this, especially this one. Two-letter word that has a whole lot of power. No. No? Uh-uh. You'd be surprised how much power the word no has. And you'd also be surprised how many of y'all give away that power because you have some made-up rules in your head about how stuff is supposed to operate. Give you a perfect example. I got offered that promotion with the increase in responsibility, but no increase in pay. Hell no, nah, I don't want it. You can keep it. I'm good. Hell no, no. Or, or here's another one. Mojo, I know you had that vacation scheduled. I know you scheduled a while ago, but we really need you to come in this weekend. Psh. Hey, I, I got plans made, and I ain't changing them. Yep. Or how about a weekend where... There's a whole lot of good college football games on, and what they come tell you on that weekend? Hey, man, we really need y'all to come in on Saturday. We're behind. Well, when I get back on Monday, we'll still be behind. Uh, man, my kids got something to do. I I gotta go take my um, I gotta go take my take my pet rock for a walk. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I gotta go water my ice plants. <laughs> I'm not coming. Like like Magic Johnson told the Lakers, I, I'm not gonna be here. I'm not, I'm not gonna be here. I'm yep. sorry. Or how about this one? Friday, you get off at 5, and somebody want to drop you off something at 4.30, and they swear it's a rush. Oh, we got to have this done for the meeting on Monday. Hell, you know you need to have that thing done all week. Don't come to me at, on Friday at 4.30. Mm-mm, that I, ain't finna work. You know I shut down my desk at 4, right? <laughs> my desk hours are from 9 to 4. <laughs> Interrupting my damn YouTube with this nonsense. Hell wrong with y'all. Yeah, don't be afraid to tell these people no. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of them will respect it. Because they'll know. On, on the job, they know who to push. They know who to mess with. They also know who not to mess with. And on to our next point. Green. Yep. Stop telling everybody that job what the hell you got planned or what you're doing or what you're trying to do going forward. Everybody there don't care to see you succeed. They don't care to see you get ahead of them. They just cool with you because y'all right there in the pit of misery together. And the moment you start to try and leave them behind in the pit of misery. They're going to drag your ass right back. Boy, they start dropping salt, sodium chloride all over your plans. You know Mojo said he leaving in a week or two. Y'all seen how long he been on them lunch breaks? Mm. Hell, rumor has it he left to go watch a March Madness game. <laughs> Roll my hands and nigga, you roll with me. <laughs> yep. If you plan on leaving or you plan on trying to move up, just keep that to yourself. A lot of these folks on your job, they're not your friends. They're your co-workers. If you leave the job, you'll probably never hear from them again. But hell, while you on the job, that's your dog. That's your co-worker. Don't get that confused. 
as soon as you start trying to move up, they're going to be the ones possibly even trying to take the job that you have your eye on. That's why you just make moves in silence. And next thing they know, they come in one Tuesday morning and your desk is spotless. And there are no staplers left in the office. (laughs) And they can't print in color ink anymore. Nope. I dipped on them. Out of here. And the grand finale, if you don't take anything else away from this episode, this is the best thing I can tell you. Stop being a sucker. Don't be scared. You were scared, huh? Don't be scared. Mm -mm, Don't be scared. Remember at the beginning of the episode, I said... You be unhappy and all you would sit there and do is complain. That's because you scared. You ain't going to leave. Job scared ass, Nick. Hell, they know you ain't going to leave. That's why they won't give you the money. Job scared ass, Nick. You won't leave it. Nope. I I bet you won't. I bet you won't. Cutting your lunch short with your scare ass. Scare ass. I'm taking the time you didn't take. Hmm. They gotta run me up out the break room. Break room? I'm at the crib. Huh? Probably getting a nap in. Huh? Hey man, I gotta run these papers over to the other branch. Oh, you terrible. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. I gave them exactly what they paid for. And they ain't pay for a lot. <laughs> Look, I got ready to leave my job. I was going on to the job I really wanted. And I was going into a pretty cutthroat environment, but I didn't care because they were going to double my pay. And everybody at my old job told me, man, don't take that job. It's cutthroat over there. Shoot, they let some folks go after eight or nine months. Well, hell, I guess for them eight or nine months, I'm going to get double this money then. <laughs> well... I mean, the reality of it is, I wasn't getting paid anything for real, and I'm pretty sure I can find another paying job. I'm confident in my abilities to do that. The the higher the risk, the higher the reward, Jeff. Hey, at some point, you just got to roll the dice. Step on out there. Get on out there and see what's out there in the world for you. But if you're just going to sit there and be content and act scary as hell and not press upon your boss... When he walking out the movies with his kids after they just saw the new um, Frozen movie and press him about that job, then it's your fault if you don't have the money you got, you want it. And at the end of the day, if you got a low paying job, hell, ain't you better off just, I mean, I was better off just going to cut yards. I would have made the same, but shit, I would have damn made my own schedule. And hell, to me, that's a win. That's freedom. you damn right it is. All I'm saying to y'all, if you don't take anything from this, put this corporation in its proper place. It is not the end-all, be-all of your life. You have more important things going on. Your family. Your kids. Hell, that March Madness tournament. That job needs to be Probably the fifth or sixth most important thing in your life. That job ain't going on the four-hour stove, Jeff. That's like number 11. There you go. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're getting taken advantage of, and you bought into a system that was set up to keep you 
slaving away on a job and make somebody else extremely wealthy. Give you one last example of being a sucker. When I was at the bank, we had a fire drill. I looked up, heard the alarms. I only been there six months. Looked at the guy sitting across from me and asked him, hey man, do we do fire drills here? He said, no. I said, that is a fire alarm, right? He said, yes. Bet. I was out the door. I was in my car at the back of the parking lot. It was 20 minutes before everybody else came out. We go back in and I got reprimanded. You know, black folks run at the sound of sirens and alarms, right? It's in our DNA. That's our, that's our natural instinct. Survival. <laughs> So the lady comes up to me and says, you got sensitive information sitting on your desk. These people's social security numbers and financial statements. You have to lock that up in a fireproof cabinet if you think it's a fire. Otherwise, we could lose their paperwork. Hey, newsflash lady, ain't none of these folks paper more important than my damn well-being. God, I swear you ain't got no fireproof ass. I'm getting the hell up out of here, and so procedure needs to be from now on. One of y'all got to clean up Jeff's because he ain't going to stay. And that is what I call that sucker Y'all catch us next week when me and Mojo go over the final points of how to get your waves tight. Got to make them things lock in. Get them size. Got to get them connections, baby. Yes, sir. Got to have them spinning. <laughs> spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. Yeah, you got to put that Lay's potato chip bag on your head. Just like the men makes, baby. If you ain't smelling like a rosy of a snack machine, you're doing it wrong. We out. <laughs>